Greetings, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to my new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast series. We have been overwhelmed with the responses that people have shared from listening to these messages on my SiriusXM show over the years. Those listeners, and they're sharing my show with their network, telling people about it, telling their family members, their friends, and their coworkers about this show and the impact it's having on their lives. That's the main reason that this show is now number one for self-help in America, and I'm very grateful. Yet, we realize that many people do not have satellite radio and therefore could not experience for themselves the message. They could not get it for themselves. So we are now sharing these messages with everyone via this new podcast. Enjoy it and share it with your network. And let's help even more people to do more, be more, and achieve more. Tell everybody so that they can live a Wealthy Ways life as well. Welcome to the new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. And remember, your best is yet to come. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. It only takes a minute to change your life. Hello, everybody. This is Willie Jolly, and for sure, it only takes a minute to change your life. Well, you know, I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it, forced upon me, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it, give account if I abuse it, just a tiny little minute, but an eternity is in it. Hello, I'm hoping you are having a great day today, and if you're not, let's start your day right now to be the best day ever, because let me tell you, I've got a guest on today that's going to fire you up with some great thinking ideas. Well, you know, every week I bring the best and the brightest from around the world, the best and the brightest, and again, we've got another opportunity. Well, you know, I take a moment before before every show gets started, to just take a moment to give God glory and thank him for everything that he does in my life. Not just this radio show, not just the television shows. Oh, by the way, I recently just signed with the Black Heritage Network, BHN.TV, BHN.TV, so you can see my uh, daily one-minute messages for TV on BHN.TV. Uh, but not just radio or the television or PBS or, 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 or the speaking or the books or the travel, but 
to be able to have life and health and strength. And so I'm grateful for everything. I'm grateful for the, for the fact that I'm still here. You're still here. So I'm grateful. Have an attitude of gratitude. It impacts your life, impacts your health, gives you a different perspective. And you start to overcome some of the challenges that would regularly stop normal folk because you're not going to be normal. You're going to be extraordinary. You're not going to be ordinary. You're going to have a positive attitude. Well, that's today what I want to talk about with an international best-selling author, a uh, wonderful speaker. We have worked together. We did an event in Jacksonville, Florida, for a tour called the uh, Revolution Tour. The uh, uh, Revolution Tour was to go to chambers of commerce and, and fire up people, and we did the kickoff event in Jacksonville, Florida, and we had a ball. And I had his books, but I, I, I got a chance to get to know him. And then we also did an event together in, um, uh, let's say, where was that? Uh, John, where was that? <laughs> where was uh, uh, the... the, the, the one we did uh, Indianapolis. And that's right, Indianapolis. Man, Defender my you know, direct. Defender Direct. You know, my mind starts. I can't remember all of the pieces and parts. Well, you spe- you speak so many places, you're all over, so it's hard to remember them. All. Well, anyway, folks, his name is John Gordon. He's the best-selling author of the Energy Bus. Train, uh, training Camp, A Fable About Excellence, uh, The No Complaining Rule, and his latest book is called The Seed. Isn't that correct, John? The Seed. The Seed, yeah. Ooh, man, this is a great day, folks. This guy is one I've been wanting to get on for a long time. He has a busy schedule, so he's actually in the hotel room today uh, between uh, events, and he's he found a way and a time to to uh, get on the air with us. Well, John, good to have you on, brother. I gave, I, why don't you give, I, I gave you, you know, just a beast Space basic uh, uh, thumbnail sketch who John Gordon. Why don't you tell people who John Gordon is, where he sure. came from? Sure. Well, first, Willie, thank you for having me on. I'm really honored and grateful to be with you, and I just loved your introduction about how you give God all the glory. I think that was wonderful. I am thankful to be here, and God's the reason why I do what I do. Absolutely. About, a, about 11 years ago, I had hit that wall. Everything in my life just fell apart. Looking back, I realized you have to sometimes lose everything to find the one thing that truly matters. Mm. And I found the one thing. I found my faith. I found God. I found, I found my purpose. And that was to write and speak. Before that, I was in the restaurant business. at run a nonprofit. I went to Cornell University. I was a government economics major. I actually went door-to-door to 7,000 houses to run for city council. I lost the election. I lost the goal, but I also realize you have to sometimes lose a goal to find your destiny. Mm. That led me to do the work that I do now. When I lost my job during the dot-com crash, after losing the election, after almost losing my marriage, I got on my hands and knees and I just said, what am I here for, God? What am I born to do? I know I'm here for something. And writing and speaking just kept on coming to me. Now, I never wrote before. I never spoke before. And I started to write. I started writing a weekly newsletter, a positive tip. This was an email newsletter about 11 years ago, one of the first out there, actually. And I started to share it out there. I had five subscribers initially, my mother, my brother, my best friend from college, a few friends. They were getting that that newsletter. Wow. Are you tall? Let me stop here for a second. Are you telling me that you had never written before uh, 11 years ago? No. 
And in these 11 years that have come ago, you've had uh, going on five bestsellers. Right. Actually, you know, I've written seven books now and since 2006. I really started writing the newsletter first. That led me then to write The Energy Bus, which came out in 2007. And it was written in 2006. Wow. And so from that point on with The Energy Bus... And then training camp, the no complaining rule, the seed. My my newest one just came out called the positive dog as well, which you are definitely the positive dog, Willie. And, <laughs> and we'll talk about that feeding the positive dog instead of the negative dog. Uh, those books, uh, yeah, b- basically seven books in the last five years. Wow, wow, man, that's fantastic. In fact, I'm I'm going to jump on because just for the fact that I I have an inkling when you say the positive dog, it sounds like you have taken a book. Out out of a, a, a parable. Yes. And the parable is that they asked the wise, uh, the Indian parable is a uh, uh, young boy go, you tell the story. Uh, you, you go. Yes. Well, it's, it's, it's the, young, uh, the young boy that goes to the wise man of the village and says, I feel like there's two dogs inside me. One dog is this positive, loving, kind, and gentle dog. And then I have this mean-spirited, angry, negative dog. And they fight all the time. I don't know who's going to win. And the wise man thinks for a moment. And says, I know who's going to win, the one you feed the most. That's so right. feed the positive dog. So then I wrote this story about a negative dog named Matt. And they call him Mutt. And he's in a shelter. And he's really miserable, complains all the time, very negative. And then he meets Bubba the big dog. And Bubba is real positive. Bubba takes him under his wing and teaches Matt the benefits and the science and the strategies of being positive. Most of all, he teaches him to feed that positive dog each day and how to do it, and that positive dog grows in your life. And together they transform the shelter. So it's a, it's a really cool, very short story, illustrated so men will read it. It's got pictures, and, uh, and it's a fun, it's a fun uh, story to really convey an important message and the research that shows that there really is a benefit to being positive. This is not just Pollyanna. This is not just having a rah-rah attitude. This is the kind of attitude that allows us to have mental toughness to overcome our adversity and to truly be our best and ultimately bring out the best in our team. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about, you know, because a lot of people in these challenging times tend to find uh, 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 are drawn to the negative news, the negative cycle, the negative information, and they start to become negative. And they say, well, you know, I'm I, I being as positive as I can, but, uh, you know, that's lot going on but we we should tell them there are health benefits there there are financial benefits to being positive to developing and maintaining and and making a commitment to pma now for those who don't know what pma is positive mental attitude <laughs> and uh so let's talk about that john let's talk about some of the benefits you found uh from your research and from the books and i've just sure. having a positive attitude right the research is is clear you know optimistic salespeople outperform pessimistic salespeople. We know that. We know that positivity enhances creativity. So you are more creative when you're positive. We know that you're able to identify broader, big picture solutions. When you're negative, you actually are so focused on the here and now that you can't see the big picture. So you get stuck in your problems rather than thinking about solutions and new ideas and innovations. We know that positive teams, same industry, two companies, one positive, one negative. The positive one will outperform the negative one. And then really cool research from Barbara Fredrickson shows that that when you have more positive emotions to negative emotions, a ratio of three to one, three positive to one negative or greater, 
you flourish in life. Mm, Say that again. If your ratio is two to one or one to one, one positive to one negative or more negative to positive, you languish in life. And so one of the ways we can just enhance our lives is to cultivate more positive emotions, identifying the things that we're grateful for, appreciating what we have, writing thank you notes to others, volunteering and helping others, just constantly feeding ourselves with positive thoughts and emotions. Really one of the best things I ever heard the other day, came to me the other day, you know, one of the best things I heard in my life, a gentleman, he ran and completed two triathlons back-to-back, two triathlons back-to-back, and was asked, how did you do it? He said, it was simple, really. I have learned to talk to myself instead of listen to myself. Mm, oh, that's, folks, this is huge. Now, that, that one, I got to stop for a second on that one. Uh, that's huge because there's a reason for that, folks, because he, he said he talks to himself rather than listening to himself because when you talk to yourself, you're starting to put affirmations out. Mm-hmm. And when you listen to yourself, you hear all the things that have come into your psyche or into your sphere of in- influence or your sphere of uh, information. So you hear the negative news on the television. You hear the negative friends. You hear the negative movies. You have all that negative, and it, and it, and it, it comes back, you know, um, a garbage in, garbage out. No, yeah. garbage in, garbage stays. And so, what we, what that's powerful. Say that one more time, John. Yep, you have to learn to talk to yourself instead of listen to yourself. And I know, I know, Will is going to use that one because it's a great one. And you know what? I'm sharing that with everyone. I shared it with my son, who's a tennis player. He's 12 years old. He he lost a match in a tiebreaker. Afterwards, I said to him, what were you thinking? And I knew what he was thinking because this is what I do. But he said that I was scared to lose. He allowed the fear to come in. He allowed the negative thoughts to come in. Instead, you have to talk to yourself because if you listen to yourself, you're going to go negative. You're going to think about how you can't do it, that it's impossible, that it can never be done. But if you talk to yourself, you can feed yourself with encouragement, with positive thoughts. This gentleman actually, in completing those two triathlons, he recited scripture to himself and that fueled him and allowed him to get to that finish line. So it's such a powerful thing that, that we got to feed ourselves with the positive thoughts and the positive perspectives that change everything. You know, how we see the world determines everything. Wow. Folks, you're listening to John Gordon, author of the uh, best-selling books, The Energy Bus, Training Camp, uh, no Complaining Rule, the new book, The Seed. He got so many books, I can't even quote them all. But let me tell you, he's one of the most positive thinkers and positive doers in the country today, and he's making things happen. Stay tuned, but we got more to come. And for sure, for sure, as you listen to the Willie Jolly Show on Sirius XM Channel 141, HUR Voices, for sure, the best is yet to come. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and if you're enjoying this information you're hearing on this podcast, I want to invite you to get even more great information on my new free gift page on my website. Go to wjspeaks.com and hit the All Access badge. On that page, you will find information and resources specifically designed to help you to have greater success. Free ebooks, music, all sorts of interesting and informational interviews for my XM show. I'm telling you, this is a great page. And why do I do it? Because I've learned that the more we give, the more we get. And the more we help other people to grow and go to the next level, the more we receive in our business. So we want to help you. Tell your friends about it. Go to Facebook and get my information. Go to my website. Get my free resources and get 
on wjspeaks.com and hit that all access badge. It looks like a backstage pass. Click it. You'll get behind the scenes information to the special page to help you grow. All we want in return, all we ask is that you pass it on because the more you give, the more you get. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. to Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show here on Sirius XM Channel 141 HUR Voices. And we're back with my guest, the one and only John Gordon, the author of so many best-selling books that it now he just he's all over the country. I mean, he speaks for everybody. Let me read a little bit about John. He's a speaker, consultant, author of the international best-selling books, The Energy Bus, 10 Rules to Fuel Your Life, Work, and Team with Positive Energy. He's also written the book, Training Camp, A Fable About Excellence. He's also written the book, The No Complaining Rule. He's been on NBC, CNN, uh, Forbes, Today Show, Fast Company, O Magazine, The Wall Street Journal, New York Times. His clients include Lots of sports teams like the Jag- Jacksonville Jaguars, the PGA Tour, Northwestern Mutual, J.P. Morgan Chase, Pub- Public Supermarkets. Uh, many of people are getting on his bus, and he'll tell you more about the bus uh, in a little while and about the 10 rules for, for fueling your success. But he really is a positive thinker. And, folks, he was sharing with us that you got to learn to talk to yourself and rather than listen to yourself because when you listen to yourself we we found the statistics show that uh, over 80 percent uh, les brown said to me one time over 80 percent of your self-talk is negative mm. it's negative you tell yourself i can't do it i don't have what it takes i don't have enough money no one will listen to me and you know I, I always like to say it like this folks how many of you have had at least one good idea and I, when I say that, I know all of you right there putting one of your hands up in the air, right? Okay, now, how many of you have talked you out at least one good idea? <laughs> We've all done that. We all have that negative conversation with ourselves. We say, I don't know if it'll work. I can't think I, I, I'm afraid to give it a shot. I'm afraid. And we start talking to, we start talk, uh, listening to the negative thoughts in our head that have been conditioned since childhood. But we want you to start talking to yourself. Yes, I was born for greatness. Yes, this is my day. 
I am blessed and highly favored. God got his hand on me. I am a winner, not a loser. I'm the top, not the bottom. I'm a, I'm the head, not the tail. I am affirming and speaking into my life incredible things. And when you start speaking that thing to you, to yourself, it gives yourself power. Am I right, John? I love that. I love that. You know, one of my favorite quotes of all times is from Gandhi. And he said, I will not let anyone walk through my mind with their dirty feet. Mm. And neither should Ooh. we. And you keep on talking about the media, and you know what? You are you know, right on, Willie. The media doesn't just want to walk through your mind with their dirty feet. They want to roll around it with mud mm-hmm. and cause you to be so negative that all you'll do is sit on your couch and watch their show because you're so depressed, which will increase their ratings and allow them to charge more for advertising, which will then sell more drugs. That's right. Man, absolutely. Folks, this is absolutely, I love that quote. So, you know, there's a there's a uh, correlation between your health and a positive mental attitude. There's a correlation between your finances, your performance at work, positive mental attitude. And John has done that. He has been writing these stories. And let me tell you, he doesn't write books like I write. I write self-help books that tell you, you know, to follow your vision and give you 10 steps to, to make this the best year yet and, and have a vision, make decision, turn, take action, have great desire. His, uh, the, 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 le- the, the points will come out at the end, like mine, but the difference is he puts it in the story form, which is very creative. He comes up with a whole, like it's like a theatrical presentation or, or a movie in book form. It's fantastic. I mean, these are just fantastic books. Man, I mean, were you a creative, imaginative child, John? <laughs> <laughs> I think I got in trouble a lot, but I would think I was creative in that way. But, wow. No, I think uh, you know the fables and the stories Honestly, Willie, they just come to me. I I was walking one day, struggling, really down, you know, feeling like a lot of people do out there, you know, wondering why my life wasn't good and the way I wanted it to be, and and that's when the energy bus came to me. It just boom, it hit me, and I went back and I started writing about this guy named George who's miserable and negative. His mm. team at work is in disarray, has problems at home. And he wakes up Monday morning to a flat tire. He's got an important meeting to get it to get to work, you know. So he has to get there. His wife won't take him to work. That was based on personal experience as well. So he basically takes the bus to work, and he meets Joy, the bus driver, and she calls him Sugar. And she and a cast of characters teach him the ten rules for the ride of his life to help him become a more positive person, to help him get his team on the bus, moving in the right direction, shared vision, focus, and and purpose, and so. This book just came to me, so it literally wrote itself. I didn't even know what the ten rules were going to be, mm. but as I started writing the story, the rules unfolded, and God really gave me the vision. And every book I've written, Willie, has taken at most three and a half weeks. Wow! God gives me the story, the idea. So I get asked all the time since I've written so many books in a short amount of time. They say, "Do you have a ghostwriter?" And I get asked so much, I must not look smart enough to write a book. <laughs> but. But what I tell people now is I just tell them, no, I don't have, I don't have a ghostwriter. I have a holy ghostwriter. Come on, somebody. God writes the books through me. <laughs> I like that. Man, I like that. Well, while we're here, let's just go ahead and talk about these 10 rules for the ride of your life uh, and, and, and give it to people. And then we'll talk a little more about your story. I want to talk a little more to share that with them that they'll know that uh, you, you, when you talk about your challenges, you weren't, you're not just talking about something that is just a thought, but you actually had some challenges. But that's, before we get there, let's talk about the 10 rules. For the sure. ride of your life, okay? Sure, it's important to, to know that, you know, like you, you know, you and I, we've lived it. You know, right. We talk about it, 
but we've lived it. We're not, we don't just sit on our high horse talk about this. We talk about the principles that allowed us to turn around our lives, and then we've been given the opportunity now to help others. And that's honestly what it's all about. And so, so the rules are really simple, but the first rule is that you're the driver. And that is the most important rule of all because you have to realize that you decide the kind of ride it's going to be. You have to take that wheel of the bus and say, this is the kind of year I'm going to have. This is the kind of year where I'm going to overcome adversity, where I'm going to overcome challenges, where I'm not going to allow this negativity to sabotage me. So once you become the driver, everything changes from there. Mm. Take that wheel, step on the gas pedal, and you decide where you want to go. Now, the next rule is desire, vision, and focus. Move that bus in the right direction. You have to have a desire to go somewhere. You have to have a vision. I believe that God gives us the desire, the vision, and the power to make it happen all at the same time. But we have to take that wheel and then decide really where we want to go. Mm, oh, man, that's fantastic. Uh, look here, folks. You know, you're the driver of your bus, and, and many times people say, well, um, you know, I don't control my life. Yes, you do. At the end of the day, it's your control. Now, you can't control everything that happens in your life. You can't control everything that happens around you. Nope. But you've got complete control over what happens in you. And you've got complete control where you can make the decision to live the type of life you want to live. Now, it won't be easy. That's making sure you understand it will not be easy. But it's possible. And so you're the driver of the bus. Make the decision that you're going to turn this negative bus going in the negative direction around and start going in a positive direction. Get some desire. you got to want it bad. That's why we say it's not going to be easy. And get a vision for where you're going. Where is it that you want to go? If you only had a year to live and, and you, you, know, you couldn't fail at whatever you were going to try, what would you attempt? So get a vision, a clarity in your life, and then focus on at one point that you're going to make a commitment to get to and move your bus in that new direction. What's number three, John? Number three is to fuel your ride with positive energy. Mm. So once you decide where you want to go, you take that wheel, you're going to hit adversity. You will hit challenges. And that is why you must fuel up with that positive energy. You must feed that positive dog to take on all the challenges that you will face. Staying positive is a competitive advantage. Mm. Baby, that's it. I love that. Staying positive is an, a competitive advantage. Absolutely. Because so many people just give up. So many people just stop. But if you stay positive, you keep working through it, you will eventually overcome. And I'm not just speaking from theory now. You know what the, the coolest thing of all is to see how all these different organizations have used the energy bus, but most importantly, sports teams. Mm. And so the Atlanta Falcons used the energy bus this year. All the players and coaches read the book. They used it four years ago when Matt Ryan was a rookie and Coach Smith was a rookie head coach. They used it that year, so they decided to redo it again as a team. The Boston Celtics, I'm here in Boston. I'm actually going to see Doc Rivers tonight. Doc Rivers used it with the team this year. The Georgia Bulldogs used it last year. And so it's been exciting to see how these teams have really used this book. Oh, the U.S. Olympic basketball team all got a copy before the Olympics. Wow. And so it's been exciting to see how these coaches and teams have used this book. And, and the reason why it's worked is not because of me, and it's not even because of the book. It's because they have chosen as a result of reading it to stay positive and to say we will not allow negativity to ruin our ride. And that's sort of one of the next rules. One of the next rules. I don't remember all the rules. One time. Right, I'm going to go through them. I, and I, 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 I hear them. But, but, I mean, no energy vampires allowed. You know, not allowing those energy vampires right, right. to sabotage your ride. So as a team, you decide, hey, we will not allow energy vampires to sabotage this team. And once you make that decision, wow, the team can go about just staying positive 
and performing at a high level. That means no negative folks. Bro. They suck the, suck the life out of you. Negative people. Make a commitment to stay away from negative people. If, if you can't change them, then change them. Change people. <laughs> In other words, if you can't change the people to a positive mindset, get rid of those people. Oh, I like that. All right, you, can't one. Change, you can use that one for free. All right, just Thank you. Thank you. I, I will use it. I'll, I'll quote you. I'll quote you. <laughs> well, you know how we do as speakers. We'll quote, quote first time we say, boy, as my friend John Gordon always says, he'll say, no uh, energy vampires allowed on the bus. And the second time I said, as I've said for so many years. <laughs> <laughs> as I said the other day. Yes, I said the <laughs> Anyway, number four is invite people on your bus and share your vision for the road ahead. Talk to positive people and get them excited. Right. You invite them first. You say, hey, here's where we're going. You have to invite people on. Don't assume that they're on the bus. Just because they live in the same house as you doesn't mean they're on your bus. Just because they work in the same office with you doesn't mean they're on your bus. You have to invite them on and ask them to get on. Then, if they get on... Well, then now you're ready for an amazing ride because now you've basically invited them on. It creates buy-in when you invite them on. Absolutely. Man, I love that. I love that. Don't waste your energy on those who don't get on the bus. Yeah, so often, you know, you ask people to get on. When I started writing and speaking, Willie, I'm sure initially, you know, a lot of people said no. Right. You face rejection. So often we worry about those who don't get on. We let it say something about us and we think it's us. No, it's not us. Just because people don't get on means they can't see your vision. Mm. They don't share your positivity. It's okay. Keep on driving. Keep asking people to get on. Don't worry about those who don't get on. If you worry about them, you'll have less energy to keep asking more people to get on. So you just got to keep on moving forward. And eventually what happens is you get a standing room only bus. That's the key. Wow. You get the right people too. Right. You get the right people. And then everyone looks back and says, oh, look at that bus. It's full. That's because you didn't worry about those who didn't get on. Mm. We're going to take a quick break for station identification. Then we're going to be right back. I've got a few more of these tips. And then we're going to talk about how you folks can get through the tough times in your life and transform your life and go to the next level. How to turn your life around, get on the right bus, get it going in the right direction, and start to live the right kind of life that you've wanted, dreamed about, thought about, but didn't know how to do. You're listening to Willie Jolly. And for sure, we'll be right back. We're back right here on Sirius. XM Channel 141 with Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. Now, I'm with John Gordon, and I want to continue these 10 rules for the ride of your life. You're number one for those that are just joining us. Uh, John is best-selling author of The Energy Bus Training Camp, The No Complaining Rule, The Seed, and, and so many other great books. Uh, and this Energy Bus, where I first heard of John Gordon, I spoke for the Virginia Principles of... Uh, Association or something, and um, and actually I remember the date because it was my uh, 25th wedding anniversary, and uh, I had to uh, do an event for my dear friend Keith Harrell, who has since passed on, and he was ill, and and I went to um, uh, somewhere in Connecticut, I believe, and did the event on my 25th anniversary and my wife and I on our way back because we had to get to this next day uh, the next day in, in Maryland down in somewhere on the eastern shore of Maryland and we got there and all of the principals had a copy of my book An Attitude of Excellence and a copy of this book called The Energy Bus 
And I said, oh, where's this? What's this energy bus? I've never heard of it. But I got the book. They gave me a copy. And I read it. I said, wow, this is a great story. Not knowing that soon thereafter, uh, maybe a year later, we were uh, going to be doing events together. John and I did the Defender Director for three days together in Indianapolis. And then we did this tour in Jacksonville for the uh, kickoff of this uh, chamber tour. And so the, these are great stories that will inspire you can share with your family. They're great family, talk-around-the-table kind of stories. Number one uh, rule is you're the driver of your bus. You make the decision where your bus is going to go. Number two is desire, vision, and focus. Move your bus in the right direction. So get going in the right direction. You can turn around. You can change. Number three is fuel your ride with positive energy. Number four is invite people on your bus and share your vision for the road ahead. Number five is don't waste your energy on those who don't get on your bus. I love that one. Number six, John, is Post a sign that says, oh, we already talked. Post a sign that says no energy vampires allowed on this bus. Number seven is enthusiasm attracts more passengers and energizes them during the ride. Talk about that. Well, enthusiasm. You got it, Willie. You know what it does. Enthusiasm is contagious. Mm. And when you're enthusiastic and you get excited, other people get excited. I love the story about Coach Harborough, Jim Harborough, the coach of the 49ers, was the coach of Stanford University football team. Toby Gerhardt, one of the players who was a Heisman Trophy finalist, was asked, you know, why has Stanford become such a powerhouse program? What's the reason? And he said, Coach Harbour was the reason. Mm. He said he has such enthusiasm and passion. He makes everyone around him better, and he makes you want to play at Stanford. Well, Jim Harbour learned the importance of enthusiasm from his dad. Every day, his dad would take Jim to school, his brother John, who's also an NFL coach, and their sister, who's married to the Indiana basketball coach, he would say to them, attack this day mm. with enthusiasm unknown to mankind. Woo. Dropping these kids off, attack this day with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. These kids grew up to be enthusiastic about their life, about their work, and now they are infectiously making everyone around them better. Mm. Powerful. And say that one attack this day with enthusiasm. With enthusiasm unknown to mankind. Ooh, baby. Mm, mm. Now, when you were when you were going down that path, I immediately went to my mind was this: the young man uh, who was the young man that the, the who coach uh, who was at Stanford. What was uh, it? Toby Gerhardt. Toby Gerhardt. Now, uh, here's the thing. Now that was when. Coach uh, Harbaugh was at Stanford. He left Stanford. He went to the San Francisco 49ers, and in their first year, they went to the playoffs after being perennial losers because he changed their attitude. And now they're considered one of the best teams in the NFL. And, And his brother has the same kind of success story over in Baltimore. Because of enthusiasm, telling folks, enthusiasm is contagious. And so you want to be around enthusiastic people. Now, let me give you the definition for enthusiasm. Enthusiasm meant entheos. When I was in my graduate school program, at, uh, in, and I have a degree in theology, one of the things we learned was that entheos means the God within. And there's a God force within. And when you let it out and you start to be excited about life and grateful for life with an attitude of gratitude, it's contagious. Now, some people are turned off by your enthusiasm. They want to be negative. Let them be negative. Leave them alone. <laughs> Move away from them. But the ones that will be attracted to you, 
Those are the ones you want in your camp. Those are the ones you want on your bus. And so that's a, that's a powerful thing. I love that one, man. Now, next one is love your passengers. Love it. That's right. Love is the ultimate, ultimate team-building tool, leadership principle, customer service strategy. It's everything. Mm. And when you love your passengers, they want to get on your bus. You have to let your people know you care about them. People follow the leader first and the vision second. So you can have the greatest vision in the world, but if they don't think you care about them, Mm. they're not getting on your bus. Mm. So the quality of our teams and the quality of our our organizations is determined by the quality of our relationships. And relationships are simply enhanced by love. So I think, Willie, every day it's about showing people simply that we care about them, that we care about who they are, that we're here to develop them, we're here to grow them, we're here to invest in them, we coach them, we guide them, we mentor them, we train them, we develop them, and all those things that we do shows them that we care. And when we do that, people will perform at a higher level for us, they want to be around us, and they want to have relationships with us. You know, social media is important. You know, right now a lot of people are talking about it. But if you genuinely don't care about people, no matter how much you try to use social media, it won't work. <laughs> what is the old saying? People don't uh, care. Uh, what is it? People don't. Uh, yeah, they, they, they don't. Um, you're not <laughs> both. Like one of the most famous quotes right, of all time. Right, yeah, right, all right, right. People don't care how much you know. Or how, Until they, they know how much you care. That's right. There you go. So, uh, I mean, this is good stuff. Love, love, love your passengers. I agree. I agree 100%. Then drive with purpose drive with purpose yeah trying to live without purpose trying to live and work without purpose is like trying to drive from dc to california on a half a tank of gas Mm. you're not gonna you're not gonna get very far Mm. it is that purpose that gives you the fuel to keep going on your journey having a purpose is like having a set of gas stations along the way in your journey that you can fuel up anytime you need it and sometimes you run low you know that's what happens in life but purpose always keeps you fresh more people die Monday morning at 9 a.m. than any other time. Think mm. about that. People mm. would rather die than go to work because they've lost their purpose. They've lost their sense of hope. And so they just stop running. They stop moving. They stop going because they have no purpose. But if you have a purpose, that's what keeps you going. That's what allows you to overcome all the challenges. And I really believe that, that you can be positive, and that's important. Positivity, like we've talked about, is essential. But there will be days that we don't feel very positive. There will be days that we just don't want to get up and love our passengers. That's why we need a purpose to give us something to be positive about. Absolutely. You know, folks, uh, uh, there is a powerful piece about the fact that when you have a purpose in your life and you find your purpose and everybody has a purpose, everybody has a purpose. It might not be to write a book, might not be to give a speech, might not be to run a big company, but you got a purpose. You might be a, 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 a homemaker and your purpose is to raise great kids. And, and you might be a, a, a single dad. Your purpose is to supply the needs for that child so that you can create a winner. Whatever your purpose is, might be a teacher, a preacher, architect, find your purpose, find your gift, find your brilliance, and let it fire you up to keep you going. Number 10, have fun and enjoy the ride. Now, this is critically important. I love this. Talk about it. Yeah, just life doesn't have to be hard. I mean, I think we have to work hard, but it doesn't have to be hard. We can Mm. actually make it fun. Mm. We can work really hard. We can strive to excellence. And we can enjoy the process. We only have one ride through life. So, so let's make it fun. Let's enjoy it. 
Now, even as I say this, I know that sometimes I'm guilty of not enjoying the process. We're always looking to the future. We're always thinking about tomorrow. We're thinking about the past. But how often do we truly enjoy the present? And I'm guilty just as anybody. So really want to encourage people out there to really do their best to make the most of each moment. You don't know how much time you have left. You know, I like this one a lot because you just said something that was profound, John, profound. You say, we got to work hard. My new book is talking. It says, "Work hard, work smart, and trust God." That's my, oh, I love my, it. my next book is coming out uh, in 2013. And and I say you got to work hard, but you've just given me such a great piece to 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 wrap my thought around, which is you've got to be willing to work hard. The Bible talks over and over again about the fact you got to be diligent. You got to be willing to be diligent in what you put your hand to. But to be to work hard don't mean you have to have a hard life. Right. <laughs> you can enjoy life. This is a good thing called life. So work hard and enjoy life. Enjoy the process. Enjoy all the gifts in family and time and friends. You work hard. But someone once said work hard and then work, work uh, and play hard and enjoy the process. Uh, celebrate it all. Now, you in, in, in those 10 steps, uh, we got a couple minutes before the break because we got one more segment. But, John, you've had to work hard over the years. And, you know, I think you told me when we were sitting at uh, uh, breakfast down there in Jacksonville that before you became a speaker and author, you were in the restaurant business, and it was hard work, and it didn't always go well. It didn't. I wiped tables down. I walked door to door to try to promote people to get them into the restaurant. I mean, we did whatever it took to, to really get people to, to try the restaurant in the first place. When I started writing and speaking, I was rejected by the first 30-something publishers. Wow. I had to get out there and just continue to do it and share the message. I went on a 28-city tour, paid for by myself, just city to city, sharing the message. And so, yeah, it was a lot of hard work, but... I had a purpose that kept me really going through all the sweat, all the tears, all the adversity, had that purpose, and I did my best to enjoy what I was doing because I really did love sharing the message. Mm. Folks, that's the secret to his success. You just, you just hear what he said. One, he was turned down over 30 times with his first book, and he didn't give up. Folks, I'm telling you, that's the reason why he's now is a best-selling author. Yep. Second is he, and I'm 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 inspired by this because I've been on book tours, and I was beat up after doing ten cities. He did 28 cities, which he paid for himself. And I believe you, if you rem I remember correctly, you even um, took out a mortgage on your house. And I mean, you really yep. believed in in this Second dream. Mortgage or home, twenty thousand dollars in credit cards, two months away from from you know going bankrupt. It was a pretty scary and fearful time. But and folks, so, he believed. When people, you know, see me now and they see the energy bus in the Wall Street Journal bestseller list, it's been on there, you know, the last four or five weeks in a row in the top ten. I mean, it sells about 2,000 copies a week. You know, they see that, they think, oh, he's just Mr. Successful. Oh, he's just this. They don't realize what goes into it. And that's like with anyone in this country. That's why I'm such a big fan of, of hard work. I want to vote for a president who tells us, hey, we have to work hard. We have to be our best. We have to go out there and, and contribute to this country. We have to, to help others. You know, we have to lift others up, but we have to work hard ourselves. You know what? That's the key to success in this country. That's what makes America great. Well, man, look, hold on to that thought. We're going to be right back. You're listening to Willie Jolly with my guest, uh, John Gordon, on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show here on Syria. Sirius XM Channel 141, and for sure, the best is yet to come. All this change in the blink of an eye. Now all my heart wants to do. 
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and for years I've told people that in order to have a greater life, it starts by having greater individual days. If you have a great day and you repeat that great day seven times, you've had a great week. And you repeat that week four times, you've had a greater month. And then repeat that month 12 times, you've had a greater year and you're on your way to a greater life. And it starts with that individual day. I recommend you start each day with something powerful. I call it the pure, the powerful, and the positive. Rather than starting your day with bad news, how many people got killed or how many children got snatched or how many fires there were, I recommend you start your day with something to inspire and empower and encourage you to make this day a great day. We're excited to announce the start of Jolly TV on my Facebook page. Go to Willie Jolly, Willie.Jolly on Facebook. Just go to Willie.Jolly on Facebook and get ready for a great day and a great life. Have a great day on purpose. And we're back on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. For those who are listening, you might be hearing that music. If you're a first-time listener, that music at the beginning and ending of every segment in my show is from my Money Making Music and Motivation CD. And that is a CD that I put together just for one reason, to inspire you, to empower you. Many people say, well, you know, I only got a short time to listen to stuff because I'm, I'm traveling or commuting or I'm on the bus or I'm on a train. Well, look, put this on your iPod. Go to my website, WillieJolly.com. Download the music and listen to it. I've had people who said they were depressed who started listening to it and they got off their, their, their medication because they were lifted up. I got people who, who was trying to start a business or trying to get going or salespeople who listen every day. Also, you've got my money making music and motivation and that package. You can get the one minute motivational messages. You can get the hard package, which is the music CD and another CD of, of minutes from my daily radio show that you can hear are many markets across America every day with uh, one minute messages as well as a seed of a DVD of me speaking, me and Gladys Knight singing, and a book. It's called Money Making Music and Motivation. And for those parents, go to my website and check out my youth deluxe package, brand new, uh, my PBS special for youth, uh, a number of CDs to help your children to get better grades in school, to make better choices with who they hang out with, and stay away from drugs, stay away from negative people, pursue academic excellence, make wise choices, and have life skills for greater success. And I know many of you are like most parents I know who have children who have great potential, but sometimes they work and live under their possibilities and their potential. So we want to help you. So get that. It's a youth deluxe package. Now, uh, uh, John Gordon is on the show. He's the best-selling author of The Energy Buzz, Training Camp, The No Complaining Rule, uh, The Seed. John, uh, where can people get your books, get information about you? Tell them all about where they can go. I got a lot of folks who are going to go out today and buy your book. Tell them where they can get all your info. Sure, sure. They can go to johngordon.com, J-O-N gordon.com. No J-O-N. H in John, folks. Just J-O-N. Okay? J-O-N Gordon. And, and the Gordon is G-O-R-D-O-N. That's right. O-N. Okay, go ahead. Yep. J-O-N-G-O-R-D-O-N, johngordon.com. And there you can sign up for my weekly positive tip. It's free. I encourage you to sign up. we got a ton of free resources on the website. Also, all the books are listed there. When you click on the books, you can order from the bookseller of your choice. So we we link to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and, and all the others. So you can uh, get a book there. Uh, 
you know, great discounts usually from the places that you buy from. I don't sell books directly, but you can get from the bookstores. And uh, just recommend you pick just one. I, I know that you'll really love the Energy Bus. It's the most popular. But Training Camp is my favorite. I really just have a, a, a love of Training Camp and the, the challenges the character has to go through. Martin trying to make it in the NFL. It's his dream. He gets injured during Training Camp meets a special coach who takes him under his wing and teaches him the 11 winning habits to help him be his best. But most importantly, he has to overcome his fear and find his faith while making the team. And even though you know it's a sports story you know, about a guy trying to make it in the NFL, everyone loves this book. Women love the book. They, they just love it. And it's great for teenagers. So if you have a 12-year-old, a 13-year-old, it's great for them. Uh, the Seed is my wife's favorite book, my new book, The Seed. And it's about finding your purpose and passion in the work that you do. And um, we just came out with The Energy Bus for Kids. So you'll see that on the website as well, The Energy Bus for Kids. So it's a great book for elementary school children, teachers using it in schools. And uh, you can also find me on Twitter also, at John Gordon 11 So John Gordon 11 is my Twitter address. Wow. This guy is... And you do consulting for teams. You do t- training, uh, two-day training. You do uh, keynote speaking. Right. You, you, t- uh, tell mostly, people... Mostly keynotes, and then we have, uh, now we have, we have some facilitators who do the workshops for us if they want, you know, a uh, cost-effective workshop. If it's a leadership team, an executive team, <clears throat> I mostly do those for the executive teams, but I do keynotes all over the country. He, and, folks, he's good. He's <laughs> really good. I mean, I just love hearing him just speak. trying to catch up to you. Oh, man, it was just a joy to be able to sit for three days in Indianapolis and sit in every day to listen to your message. And uh, and, and amazing, folks, here's, here's the amazing thing. Uh, the people who brought us in didn't know, you know, what kind of impact we were going to have on their people and they were bringing a new group every day from around the country They're flying a group on a monday and then they'd fly them out monday evening and bring in an old group on tuesday and fly them out tuesday and then bring in another one on wednesday and after the first day they had to call both of our offices and or go for our suppliers and say send more books immediately <laughs> <laughs> they were overnighting books like crazy so that was great that yeah, was Willie great and i gave them a double dose of positive energy <laughs> absolutely it was fantastic well you you know, let's go back to your story because, you know, this has been a challenging economy, been a challenging time. People have been uh, upside down, hurting, and they need to hear that it is possible that when you are uh, pursuing your goals and dreams, there'll be challenges. But if you're willing to fight for your dreams and focus on your dreams, you can thought to actually live your dream. And you've done that. Because let's say, let's go back. You had a restaurant and uh, you, you, the restaurant was a struggle. It was a franchise, I believe. And uh, you, you know, you had to get people in and then you had to pay staff and you had to oversee it. And and it was a struggle. You had to go door to door. And then that that was a challenge. And then you said you tried to run for elected office and went to 7000 plus doors and still didn't win. You could have given up. Yep. You know, you could have thrown in the towel and said, oh, well, what was me? What what kept you going? I was depressed for a few days. I have to admit that. That's okay. You know, it's one thing to be depressed for a few days, but it's it's another thing to be depressed for a lifetime. And it's amazing because I thought my life was over. And now mm. I look back and I think, wow, there's no way that I would have wanted to be in that office. Mm. I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to do now. And folks, you may think it's a dead end, but it's not a dead end. It's a detour mm. to a better outcome than you ever thought possible. And I have found that, that faith turns those dead ends into detours. And I don't take one 
ounce of credit for what's happened to me. The only thing I can say that I've done is I've trusted in God. Mm. It's like Willie's new book. Absolutely. And I've had, I've had faith, and I've worked hard every day. See, I think, I don't think, actually, I know. Our job every day is just to come to work every day, to approach each day, and we just strive to be our best. We do our best, and we let God do the rest. Mm. And what I know is God doesn't pick the best. Throughout history, throughout time, God picks the most willing. So if you're willing to work hard, if you're willing to be humble, if you're willing to just put yourself out there, if you're willing to trust, then God will then use you, shape you, and mold you to be your best. And that's how it happens. Mm, that, that's a great lead-in. You didn't know I was even going to go here. And I'm going to go through these really quickly. You can just give a quick point about this, uh, each one, uh, from the training camp, the, the uh, best uh, 11 traits of the best of the best. Number one, the best know what they truly want. Number two, the best want it more. Mm. Number three, the best are always striving to get better. And that one's a big one, folks. If you ever heard me speak, you know I'm always talking about better. Good, better, best. Never let it rest. So good is better and better is best. Then you start the process all over again. The best do ordinary things better than everyone else. The best zoom focus. The best are mentally strong, and that's a development. If you develop your mental strength, your mental acuity, you've developed mental strength. Uh, the best overcome their fears. We all have fears. We all have fears. We all have fears. We were born with their defense mechanisms. But some of them are learned. Fear of, only two that came with, with your life that are innate are fall of fear of falling and fear of loud noises. Every other learned Every other one is learned, so that's the fear of heights, the fear of darkness, the fear of snakes, the fear of... All of that's learned. Somebody told you that when you were a child. Be afraid of the height, or, or you know, snakes are bad, or we whatever. So we got to overcome that. The best seize the moment. Absolutely. Carpe diem. Seize the moment. Seize the moment. See a moment. Seize the day. Seize the copy momentum. And then the best tap into a greater power than themselves. John just said that, that when he was down to nothing, God was up to something. And God's way is bigger and better than the way he had planned. But he just kept going because he did. I love what you said. Make a commitment to do your best and let God do the rest. Mm, that's terrific. Then uh, the best leave a legacy. Huge. And that's huge, folks. We all should be planting trees that we'll never sit under. Oh, I love that. All right. I yeah. love that. That's that's what I try to do every day. You know, it's why we're doing this call. It's, I know it's what you live for, Willie. I mean, it's really about leaving a legacy and making a difference. That's it. That's right. It. You know, every day, how can we make a difference and make an impact? Absolutely. And that's what wakes me up in the morning. Absolutely. The best, make everyone around them better. Michael Jordan, Joe Montana, uh, whoever the best, they always lift the people up. You want to lift people around you up, folks, and be a change agent in your house first and then in your community and in your church and in your school and in your group, whatever it is, be a change agent. Uh, John, any closing thoughts in this last minute we got on this great interview and this great interview we had? Any changing closing thoughts that you just want to send people sure, out? Sure, sure. Uh, well, a message from the seed. All right. You know, don't seek happiness. Decide to make a difference mm. and decide to work with passion and purpose and happiness will find you. Mm. Don't chase success. Don't chase the dollar. Decide to make a difference again and work with passion and purpose and success will find you. Mm. If your desire to make a difference is greater than your desire to make money, 
again, you can have a desire to make money. That's okay. But if your desire to make a difference is greater than a desire to make a money, that make money, you'll accomplish both. Mm. Unless you're a teacher. <laughs> As a teacher, you'll make a difference, but you, you won't make money. But for all the other professions. Well, man, you know, this has just been an incredible interview. Again, folks, go to johngordon.com. J O N G, as in George, O R D, as in David, O N. Johngordon.com. Get uh, on his newsletter. Go to your local bookstore. Get any of the books that say John Gordon. Just go to the, go to your Barnes and Nobles or go on Amazon, whatever, and just type in or look up or ask about John Gordon. Whatever book you put your hand to is going to bless you. I can tell you it's going to bless you. John, you're a gentleman and a scholar. Thank you for being on the show with me, brother. Hey, thank you, Willie. It was an honor. And yeah. thank you so much for the folks listening. Oh, God bless you, brother. And much continued success. We look forward to doing some more events together soon. Can't wait. All right, and folks, All right. I God want bless. you. God bless you, brother. And folks, I want y'all all to go to WillieJolly.com. Sign up for my newsletter. If you're not on it, you're missing getting an update of every week's guests and the tips we learn from them, powerful tips, as well as you're missing out on information that we're going to send you to help you grow and go to the next level. You know, I love you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Tell Lottie Dottie and everybody, I'm back on the air on Channel 141, and we are fired up to help people to live their best life ever. This is Willie Jolly across the America on Sirius XM Channel 141, Wealthy Ways and Show with Willie Jolly. And for sure, your best is yet to come. God bless you. Have a great week. My, my, my. It's up to every one of us to take charge of our life and to make it what we want. If you think that it takes too much time, think again, cause I'm telling you it don't. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech. And I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education, as a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500, and that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. 
and he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and will help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.